at ile ait credo domine et procedens adorabitum. He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, I believe, Lord. And falling down, he adored him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today is, without any doubt, one of the most significant masses of Lent. Today is called the Great the day of the scrutiny. In ancient times, those preparing for holy baptism would present themselves at the Basilica of St. Paul outside the walls. There would be an exorcism of the catechumens further instruction, they would be marked with the sign of the cross and receive the imposition of hands. All of these things happened to us on the day of our baptism. That great mystic of the sacred liturgy, St. Gertrude of Helfta, tells us that a grace remembered is a grace renewed. Today, then, in remembering these sacred rites of the scrutiny at the Basilica of St. Paul outside the walls, the grace of these rites is renewed for us. I also like to think of today's Mass as the mass of the great promises, did it strike you? The mass thus far is filled with what I can only describe as a cascade of divine promises, one following upon the other. Normally in the intro of the mass, we address God. Not so in today's mass. It is the voice of God addressing us and what does he say? When I shall be sanctified in you, I will gather you from every land, and I will pour upon you clean water, and you shall be cleansed from all your filthiness. What a promise! And I will give you a new spirit. And the same word, is repeated in the lesson. When the Church repeats the same word in the sacred liturgy, it is 
part of her sacred pedagogy. It's the church's way of underscoring the word, saying to us, pay attention to this. Receive it. Open your heart to it. And so in the first lesson we heard again, and I will pour upon you clean water, and you shall be cleansed from all your filthiness, and I will cleanse you from all your idols. And as if this were not enough, the Lord goes on to say, and I will give you a new heart, and put a new spirit within you. Remember now, a grace recalled is a grace renewed. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit in the midst of you, and I will cause you to walk in my commandments and to keep my judgments. What wonderful promises. The second lesson also contains promises. If your sins be as scarlet, they shall be made as white as snow. And if they be red as crimson, they shall be white as wool. If you be willing, note the condition, if you be willing, and will hearken to me, you shall eat the good things of the land, saith the Lord Almighty. Of course, the catechumens are at this point already yearning, hungering for the sacred mysteries of the body and blood of Christ. And so they hear in this lesson a promise of what will be given them the holy night of Easter, the very body and blood of Christ. The gospel is your story and mine. Each of us recognizes himself in the man born blind. And I think each of us can identify with the wonderful conversation that takes place between our Divine Lord and this blind beggar man. Of course, the whole Gospel culminates in the, well, yes, dramatic ending, isn't it? And the Church so receives this word from St. John's Gospel, and so desires to plant it deep in our hearts that she accompanies today's Gospel with a gesture. Only on a few occasions in the year does the Church instruct us to fall to our knees in adoration during the proclamation of the Holy Gospel, and today is one of those days. Jesus said to him, it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, and we say, Credo Domine. I believe, Lord. 
our Lord in some way elicits this act of faith from the man to whom he has restored sight. He draws it out of his heart. And so he says, Credo Domine. And in the rubrics of the liturgical books we find here kneel. And we kneel for the final phrase of today's gospel in imitation of the man born blind to whom Jesus restored his sight. We kneel because the gospel says, and falling down he adored him. Now, by making us kneel at this precise point in the gospel, the church is telling us that each of us can be identified with this man, with his experience, with the restoration of sight worked by Jesus. Adoration has the last word. The act of faith, the act of adoration. And in a few moments, in the offertory antiphon, we shall have what is in some way the continuation of the gospel. At the end of the gospel, we see the man making his act of faith, credo domine, and falling down, he adores Jesus. But in the offertory antiphon, he breaks into a song of praise. He cannot contain the jubilation the thanksgiving, the praise that wells up from deep inside him, and the offertory gives us his song. What is it? O ye nations, bless the Lord our God, and make the voice of his praise to be heard, who hath set my soul to live. Jesus gave this man a new life, and hath not suffered my feet to be moved. In his blindness, he was always stumbling, banging into things, losing his way. And now what does he sing? He hath not suffered my feet to be moved. And then he concludes, Blessed be God, who hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. The communion antiphon is one of these marvelous antiphons taken not from the Psalms, as they often are, but rather taken from the Gospel of the day. The communion antiphon today is a fragment of the Gospel. Now, a fragment of the Gospel gives us the whole Gospel, just as in receiving a fragment of the sacred host we receive the whole Christ. And when we receive our Lord on any given day, we receive him in the mystery of the Gospel of the Mass. Let me explain this to you. Our Lord comes to us in some way, actualizing what is proclaimed in the Gospel. 
What is proclaimed in the gospel is actualized. It really happens for each one of us in the reception of his adorable body and precious blood. And today's gospel takes a fragment, today's communion antiphon rather, takes a fragment of the gospel. And it's the man to whom Jesus restored sight. He sings the communion antiphon, but we sing it with him. The Lord made clay of spittle and anointed my eyes. We can each of us sing this because we are baptized. And then come a series of verbs very evocative in the chant. Pay attention to the chant today at communion. Et abii, and I went. Et lavi, and I washed. Et vidi, and I saw. Et credidi deo, and I have believed in God. Today's Mass is one of the richest and greatest of the whole Lenten season, and for this reason I was compelled, contrary to our custom, compelled to preach today, so as to uh, invite you to enter into the mystery of today's Mass and to receive its grace. Uh, hold fast to it now in your hearts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.